Phenom, the Phenom that is... And welcome to episode 122, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I am still your host, Sean. All right. <laughs> wow, don't you like that? It's got to be a good episode. All right. <laughs> Hi, everybody. We're still here at 2-Bit Production Studios doing our podcast. This in this part two, we will bring you nerd news with Ed. Take it away, Ed. All right. First news story is Vixen Animated Series announced in the same universe as Flash and Arrow. Um, okay. All right. Cool. Uh, so for those people who don't know who Vixen is, she was an African-American woman who had the ability to, uh, uh, with this charm she had, was able to conjure the spirits of animals, like uh, a tiger. And uh, I don't know if she could fly. I know she could run really fast, like a cheetah. <laughs> Um, very more feline-esque, I think, properties than anything else. Right. Um, well, all right. The executive producer, Mark, excuse me if I mispronounce this, Guggenheim, will oversee the project. And it will, of course, launch, go along with Flash and Arrow. So it's going to be the same same DC television universe. Yes. All right. But it's going to be animated versus the live action that we've known. Okay, so that means there's a possibility of seeing... Like the animated Stephen Mel show up and do the voice, be like Arrow and yes. you know Flash coming in. All right, okay, I'm 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 behind it. I'm on board. You're on board. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'll I'll definitely want to check it out myself sure. and see it. But I mean, I I mean, you kind of after a while you see these live actions, you go animated. Like, I mean, it's like well, DC has a good run of the animated stuff. So yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with with the. With the I guess it depends on like is it going to be? Did they say where it's going to be? Um, it's like, is it going to be on the CW? Is it going to be? Like... Oh yes, yeah, so it will be part of the CW oh, okay. network. You know, part of their show lineup. Okay, so I didn't know if it was going to be like a, hey, we're on, it's all in the same universe, but it's going to be on Disney XO. You know. <laughs> all right, so I guess you know. All right, that'd be pretty good if it was on Disney because it's you know, a DC versus a Marvel. It's yeah, just... it would be a neat trick, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be on Nickelodeon. No. <laughs> See Vixen covered in ooze. <laughs> oh, yeah. Giggity. <laughs> giggity, giggity. <laughs> giggity, giggity, ooze. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, good for them. Well, you know, any any word on when it's going to be uh, done? Or? They say that it's gonna, they're going to start shooting, uh, start this fall, basically. So, uh, 20. The fall of this 2015 is going to be when the show will debut. Oh, okay. So they're in the process of doing it now. It's right. going to debut later this year. Correct. Okay. All right. So look forward to that, people. Yeah. All right. What else you got in the news, Ed? Uh, Idris Alba's next project. Now, of course, you, you're a huge fan of <laughs> Idris, yeah, Idris Alba. Idris. It can't go wrong with Idris Alba. That's film. right. He is going to play Edgar Allan Poe in his next. Uh, really? Yes. He's going to battle, though, a satanic sorcerer. Okay, so it's a little bit off. Like, okay, I want to say it's probably. Uh, is there a plot line besides that? Like, I don't really see them really going with. Variety reports that Alba is option to play uh, option with Mark Alden's novel *Poe Must Die*, and it plans to adapt into a trilogy of films. Okay, so it's not really it's Edgar Allan Poe, but it's not Edgar Allan Poe of like olden times. That's that seems to be the the way it's. Yeah. I have not read the book, so I don't know. So it's not like you know, a, a Idris album talking in ye olde times. 
Well, actually, it is in ye olde times. Really? Actually, as I'm reading this <laughs> article, <laughs> I read it once, like earlier this week, and then I was like, you know, uh, but uh, <laughs> wait, wait, me, me stop laughing for a moment. Me stop laughing. <laughs> me, me stop laughing. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hulk <laughs> reading the news. Me need to stop laughing. You just Alba make movie called Edgar Allan Poe Must Die. Hulk like Poe. <laughs> Found his works very intriguing. <laughs> Task of a Malatano is my Hulk's favorite. Mask of Red Death is one of Hulk's favorite bedtime stories. <laughs> Did Poe write monkeys, Paul? Hulk does not know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to Hulk or not to Hulk? That is question. <laughs> Uh, the novel stars with the legendary writer of the Magbury. I don't know what that is. Macabre. No, the Macabre. Thank you. Who's <laughs> drunk in the morning. Who's, who's drunk and in mourning of his wife until he gets a letter from Charles Dickens. By the way, a bare knuckle boxer named Pierce F- James Fig. Fig is on the trail of a powerful psychic and sorcerer and needs the help of Poe. To stop him, to stop him, because this is the evil man gets his hands on the legendary throne of Solomon and the magical knowledge that support it contains. There's the magic it, su- it supports it contains. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You don't know. All right. So, all right. So, Idris Elba is going to be Edgar Allan Poe. Yes. All right. At least you know Poe kicks some ass. <laughs> you know, that's, I guess. You know, it's, it's one of those, it's like, you go, what? But then, of course, you had. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln Vampire you know, Hunter. Yeah, why not? Sure, why not? They had the, I'm in. They also had that cheap knockoff, Abraham Lincoln versus uh, zombies. That's right. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> no, was George Washington. George Washington versus, versus zombies. zombies. Like, of course, because, you know, <sighs> I love uh, knockoffs. All right, what else you got? Well, speaking of CW, CW is in early talks with a new Arrow spinoff series based on the Atom. I heard that. Yes, I heard that. Apparently, Brandon Ruth's character of has gotten some really positive feedback, and they're like, "All right, let's see if we can spin this off." Yes, and that's basically what. what so CW is basically Miles has changed her name to DC. <laughs> <laughs> CW DC, we used to be called the CW. Now we're called DC TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure. So there's, like I said, they're still in early talks. They're not. They're, they're, they want to explore more in the DC series. Obviously, again, the problem though is, is now uh, I'm starting. Like, okay, I like Brandon Ruth. I've yet to see him as the Adam. Right. You know, so I'm, but I'm assuming he's obviously good enough for them to talk spinoff. But isn't it a little too early for spinoff? Like, wouldn't you rather, like, out of all the characters in the Arrow universe that they've interested in, that they introduced, why not Arsenal? That give Roy his own show for a little right. while, or like at least like a a twelve arc mini series, yeah, you know something like do. Like I'm starting to get that feeling, like as great as it is that we live in a world where all these um, comic books are becoming licensed properties for television and movies, right? I'm starting to get that like oh, another one. <laughs> like I'm starting to feel the the pressure of. Well, I mean, if you if you think about it, it's it, there's there's a lot of great characters DC has, but they're they're the ones that have the mainstay are the main four, hey. five. 
Okay, I was just going to pick three. Superman, Wonder Woman, the cape, the cow, and the corset. Right. You know? yeah, that's the three, but even because everybody knows Aquaman at this point. Right, He's, everyone now knows Arrow's now a household name. Yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking also Green Lantern as well now, with the, of course, with the movie that came out, and, then, you know, people liked it or hated it, depending on yeah, who whatever. you talk to, whatever. But, the, the, you know, so they, they're like the... the mainstay now of of kind of like the stable but like like not many people like they know arrow but they don't know his like rogue of gallery of of uh villains and and so on and same as the flash i mean the flash is another character that these shows are really helping people explore i think a bit yeah if if you like the flash tv show you might be more inclined to buy a flash comic book exactly and i agree I'm, i'm okay with that but there's this little part of me that just hit switched on and go don't you think it's a little ironic that now DC wants to do an Adam TV show about a guy who shrinks down when you have Ant-Man coming out later this year? <laughs> yeah, but isn't that was always like the kind of like the, the big battles through comic books through the through the decades? Where, sure, sure. I you mean, know, it's like, hey, you liked Ant-Man? We got Adam. I, I, I agree. I mean, yeah, there is that. But at some point, I kind of feel like, you know what, DC, maybe you start doing your own thing. <laughs> like I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not slamming people who are Ant Man fans or or Adam fans. I'm saying mm-hmm. like DC. Just because you're a guy who can shrink down to a small size mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean he's warranted a television show just to compete with Marvel's big screen adaptation of Ant Man. Right. A guy who shrinks down small. Why don't you know? Okay, the Vixen, good concept. But Marvel doesn't really have a character like that. Yeah. You know. All right, but they're not obviously not willing to take the chance with live action. So they're taking the safer route with the animated, in my opinion. Mm. Um, I, I don't. I, just, I think that I think the projection value for Vixen would be way too high to do a live probably, action probably. for television. You know, I mean, I could see it doing like a three movie, like you know, uh, uh, trilogy of it. You know, trying to to do it, but like, how many people would sit down and watch Vixen? You know, it's like, oh, it's DC. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess it really depends because in in a, in a world <laughs> where people are bitching about lack of diversity in in television and movies why not uh, why not take the chance and go you know what fine here's a african american woman who's a superhero yeah live action that's going to be like you know what fuck you and your diversity here you go yeah but see i think with warner brothers i think they they have a, a bigger fear than anybody to like try something like to yeah, probably put something out like that because it's like you know it's a lot of money and you know when like again like with what we've talked about in the past like you've talked about in the past especially when like you you want to get the right like number of seats you want to fill those those, you those out, theaters put, you got to put well out. that's what i'm saying if they make it a live action television show it's gonna be set in that world and then you know it, it's a little safer but again, I don't know because I just read an article today, which I don't. I, don't, I know you didn't pull. Um, Constantine might not come back for a second season. Really? Yeah. I mean, the numbers dropped again. You know, and even uh, there was an. I saw the article that I read. I read two articles actually. One article said that an NBC exclusive said the only reason why they optioned the rights to Constantine was because to jump on the superhero bandwagon. Ah, okay. Okay, so right then and there, you know they don't really have any faith in the product. Yeah. You know, because you're just doing it because it's what's hip and cool right now. Mm-hmm. So you don't really have any, like, you're just going, hey, well, if they're going to like these, let's, let's let, we have to do something now. Right. You know, they get people to watch us, but then, because the numbers were kind of weak, they're like, well, we're not sure if we want to bring it back. Because they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. You know, like, they obviously changed the time zone again, the time slot again. Really? 
when it had, I would think that the Grim Constantine combo would have been a is a perfect combo. Sure, sure, yeah. You know, instead they're going off the reservation and having it like before another show. It's like I don't know. Like I think it's again, it's the big um, networks, which is like ABC, NBC, CBS, and I don't mm. even I don't even say Fox. You know, at this point, the mm. big four, they don't really tend Fox more specifically used to take more risks in the past, right? But now you know. The big three definitely. They never they want safe and secure because I mean they're coming out with another CSI. <laughs> Believe it or not, they're coming out with another CSI um for cyber crimes. Really? Yeah. And I'm just like Okay. I don't see how that could be translated I, on television. I, I don't know either. Like I just saw like a quick ad on TV like coming up CSI, blah blah. You're like, uh she's like, Really? Like Okay. Like, <laughs> all right, you know. Well, it's the thing. Like, like I think with NBC and, and doing Constantine was probably the licensing was not like like I'm I'm, I'm sure there's like a value for each. Oh God, he's doing it again, folks. He's, he's, he's farting away. <laughs> Sorry, a little nervous talking about comic book TV. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> but I mean, I, I think like like if you go like you know like uh, we want to do a Batman show, you know, and then right. like oh, it's going to be like. Twenty million dollars or whatever for licensing fees, and you're like, right. "Whoa, that's kind of high!" Like, you know, like for a TV show that's not, you know, yeah. I, and I, then you go, "Well, Constantine, we'll give it to you for like two million. You're like, "All right, I'll take it." You know, like just a, yeah, it's a it's a superhero. We'll make something of it. You know, we we'll right. get some writers, blah blah blah. Yeah, that's the problem is like they don't know what they're getting. They right. go, "Oh, so it's kind of like well, we have Grimm, which is supernatural and in, in property. So it's Constantine, yay. yeah, and yeah. it's not really. It's more, it's more grittier. I think, you yeah. know." Eh, all right, well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, what else uh, you got there? Uh, we got to <laughs> skip this one, unfortunately. Well, well I'll mention it. And mention the fact, it. The fact it, that it was get debunked. But it was a uh, for, forget Civil War. Spider-Man may show up in this Marvel movie. And, of course, they're talking about uh, Captain America's. Captain America's three? That's just that's Civil War. That is Civil War. Oh, no, it's going to the uh, uh, part of the uh, – <laughs> I tell you, the I can't imagine someone listening at home being so pissed off at you on a weekly basis. <laughs> it makes me giggle. Like just someone's in there going, "Oh my god, you spit it out, Ed!" Like, <laughs> yeah, one job. So right now, someone's in their car screaming, "What? <laughs> what is it?" The Avengers: Age of Ultron. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> but of course, that got debunked this week well, because yeah. Sony has said, no, the rumor was something that they were talking about. We were back when, when, the, when the whole leak was going on, this right. whole Sony leak, it was it was rumored or it was stumbled across that Sony and uh, Marvel were talking about bringing Superman into, especially specifically for Civil War. Mm. But to do that, you'd probably have to tease him somewhere else. But that would, I mean, as much as great as I would be, I don't know. It's, I'm glad it's debunked. I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to work with Civil War if they yeah. don't have Spider Man. But you're going to have Cat. You're going to have Black Panther. Yeah. Like maybe they could work with Black Panther. I don't know. Uh, we got to wait and see. It's one of those like, all right, just give me the next movie. And I got to be honest, I'm okay with. Here's another thing with superhero movies that's starting to not wear on me, but I'm kind of like, yeah. I mean, I know it's a formula mm. and I know it's working, but you don't have to have all the movies tied together. You don't need Black Panther to tie into the Marvel Universe. Like, it's okay. You know, make it like you could take. 
almost like a like a Ghost Rider like kind yeah. of movie where it's just like it's here's here's another Marvel movie that we just threw out there that was yeah. just, you know like, here's Daredevil you know he's the, not he's not going to really be in the Avengers but you know yeah like this is all we we have this Marvel universe yeah and yes these superheroes are a team so they're gonna we can have these guys all tie together in but you know what here's Daredevil coming to TV in April mm-hmm. you know. That they say it's not, it's going to be part of the center of the, the Marvel universe, but you're not necessarily going to see him in the movies. Right? Like, okay, I'm okay with that. Like, why not do like Black Panther? Obviously, because he is part of the Avengers at some point. Mm. All right, but Doctor Strange. What are they going to do with Doctor Strange? Like, <laughs> yeah. he is. I, I'm okay with him being a standalone character. Right. And then maybe because he was part of the Defenders, mm. you know, since they're doing you know the Defenders on Netflix. It'd be kind of cool to see him show up because he's no stranger to television. I mean, that's his bread and butter, really. The movies, yeah. you know, as great as he is in movies and all, he said he doesn't. He has no plans on leaving Sherlock. Yeah. So why not be able to kind of go? Oh, you know what? The Defenders movies is going to have Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. So it'll be Doctor Strange, Daredevil, Iron Fist, and Power Man, and mm-hmm. Luke Cage, and Jessica Jones all together fighting some sort of corporate evil. Like, why not? Yeah. You know, and then if it works well, maybe throw like give give Daredevil like a a movie. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Like, there's, I think it's time to start being creative. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> so you see, so the 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 glamour of the all in one compassing. You know, this guy's going to be in this movie, or this person's going to be in this movie, or it's this, a Star Wars thing. Yeah, yes. Star Wars thing. It's on Star Wars. So so phase thing. Phase Two after after Age of Ultron comes after, out, you'd be like, ah, oh, come on. I mean, okay, well, look, look at it this way. Um, Avengers gave us a tease of Thanos, mm. okay? And you're like, okay, he's going to be the next bad guy. This is great. No, it's not. It's going to be Ultron. Oh, all right. Oh, wait, Thanos, but Thanos is in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, wait, but he's not the bad guy. You just see him for a little bit. Yeah. And you're like, and then they say, well, you're not going to see Thanos until the Infinity War, Avengers Infinity War, which is two years down the road? More than that. More than that. Yeah. So you're like... Oh, okay. Like, is Josh Brolin filming the shit now? Because it's not like these guys getting any younger. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean that you know slamming any of the actors, but yeah. sooner or later, you got to wake up and realize Hugh Jackman's not going to be Wolverine at some point. Right? Some probably some point in our existence in our yeah. lifetime. You know, at some point in time, but <laughs> that's not my Wolverine. Right? You know, old guys right. in the theater. I just read an article today that both. Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen aren't going to be in X-Men Age of Ultron. Yes. I mean, not Age of Ultron. X-Men Age of Ultron. That'd be great. X-Men Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. So, okay. People are probably pissed off. But you know what? Maybe they just don't fucking want to do it. Or maybe the storyline's got nothing to do with it. Because they technically, I kind of felt like um, X-Men Days of Future Past kind of hit a reset button. Yeah. Because they went, okay, out with the old actors, in yeah, with the, the younger new. actors. Right. And I, I do kind of feel like that's where it's going to be going. Like sooner or later, Robert Downey Jr. won't be Iron Man. Well, the the thing I also heard, I read somewhere online. I didn't bring it up because it was I didn't get a yeah. backup story on it. But that the cast that we know in the Avengers is not going to be in the in Phase Three. Like I heard not, that that and that's quite possible. I mean, okay, let's throw out a possibility in mm. these uh, Phase Two movies that are coming out. Captain America, like the end of Civil War, in the comic books, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, Cap gets shot and killed. Yeah. Okay? Which causes Bucky to become Captain America mm. for a little while. 
Ben, as comic books usually do, they bring back Steve Rogers. Yes. Um, I think he became Captain America for a little while. Yeah. But then he put he hung up his shield, and now Falcon is Captain America. Captain America. Yeah. So, obviously, like, okay, so then Cap, Chris Evans, won't be in the next... If they do kill him off yeah. at the end of, you know, Civil War, because Civil War is supposed to lead into the Infinity War. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... Cap won't be there. Yeah. So will it be Bucky? Will it be Falcon? And so obviously you already have your Captain America is now being replaced by either Bucky or Falcon. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, you kind of got a taste with that, you know, f- uh, through the comic books or by the movies. You'll see Bucky being like, hey, everybody, I'm Bucky. I'm fine. Which, which thinking about that, because the end of Captain America 2, Bucky was looking at the, you know, he was at the Smithsonian looking right. at the World War II stuff and yeah. seeing all the good he did, you know, yeah. remembering, you know, kind of thing. So it leads to believe kind of that they be handed to him. To him, right. So you got him being Captain America for, let's say, the Infinity War. Yeah. The a- a- Avengers 3. Probably, you probably have Black Panther. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll probably get Doctor Strange yeah. for your chagrin. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a fun movie to see with you. You're like, hey, it's Doctor Strange. First movie ever. No. You know what's going to be weird? Because I know. I'll be fun. like, I loved it. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> Here's the thing that I'm, I want to find really weird Yeah, is the fact that I know I'm looking at the Oscar ballot. Benedict Cumberbatch is nominated for an Oscar mm. for Best Actor for the Intimidation, the Imitation Game. I, I'm, I'm kind of a little pissed that Ben got snubbed again this year. Yeah. But yet the, the girl who played his wife in Gone Girl got nominated. I'm just kind of like, like you can't have, like, whatever. Um, <laughs> he must have pissed some old person. I think, I think, I think, I think it's, I, I think it's a lot of, it's, I th- do think it's all political. But just think if Cumberbatch wins that Oscar, it will be Oscar, Oscar winner. Benedict Cumberbatch starring in Doctor Strange. Because <laughs> once you win that Oscar, from now on, whenever you're in a movie, it's going to be Oscar nominated, Oscar winner. Yeah. You know, you get that title to help bring more money into your, put more asses into the, the project, seats. Yeah. So you could, like, I'm trying to think of any other actors in, okay, I don't really want, okay, Glenn Close has got a couple of, of Oscars mm. in her belt, but she's not the lead in Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, if, out of all the people that I've seen in Marvel movies, has anybody gotten an Oscar? An Oscar for previous work? Isn't Jennifer Lawrence an Oscar winner? Yeah, but I don't count her in the. Uh, yeah, 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 she is. But it's also Fox. It's not Marvel. Oh, you're talking about. I'm talking about strange... the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe. Like, okay. like the new strain, like, right, like the from Captain America, Iron Man, Thor. Natalie Portman's an Oscar winner. Yeah. So you do have one. But she's again second tier. Yeah. She's the girlfriend. Yeah. Like we don't have any Oscar winner heroes. Yeah. So Doctor Strange could be the first actor to have an Oscar an Oscar winner as the helm. <laughs> I mean, that's that to me blows my mind. Yeah. A little bit because I'm just kind of like, wow, Doctor Strange. Number one, Doctor Strange hitting the big screen. Number two, it's got Benedict Cumberbatch. Number three, he won an Oscar. <laughs> 
You know, okay, yeah, Batman v Superman, Ben's got two Oscars. Mm. But one's for writing, one's for directing, not for acting. acting right. And people are going, and rightly so, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, right now. Because <laughs> you know somebody in their car, somebody going, he's doing it because he sucks. I'm just I'm voicing that. Like, yes, we know, he to you, he sucks. Granted. But when he kicks ass as Batman, you're going to be going, he wasn't that bad. <laughs> You know, just say it. We'll find out this time, you know, a little short, and a little longer than a year from now. Yeah. Right? Ah. <laughs> I can't wait for that one, actually. I really so, can't. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so I mean, it would make sense that at some point, the Avengers that we know today are going to be changed for the Avengers for tomorrow. Because yeah. they're going to introduce Vision. Right. So, you know, he'll be part of the team. You know, I don't, I don't see the Vision spinoff movie. I am curious to see if they're going to if they're going to have that relationship between Scarlet Witch and him, mm. you know, because they are married, yeah. you know, in the comic books, quote unquote. Another problem, too, is I'm curious. Well, now they're not married anymore, but Black Panther and Storm were married at one point. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious, like, if, if Fox, if Marvel could get the rights to Fox. Like, I, I, the way I put it is, if they can get the rights to Spider-Man, which, fingers crossed, we'll have yeah. to see him pop up, they should be able to get the, Fox, you know, the rights to Storm. Yeah. So why not have a Storm Black Panther relationship in the Black Panther movies? That'd be nice. Yeah, you know, like tie it all. Like if if you like my thing is, and here I am bitching going, you know what? I'm kind of tired. They don't have to all be in the same movie. <laughs> I, what I mean is, they don't all have to be centered around doing one thing. Like you could be, you know, it could be Black Panther, and look, there's Storm, and he's like, I gotta go. See ya. I love you. And then leave. You go, yeah. oh my God, that was Storm. That was all awesome as that. Yeah. Is she going to be in the next movie? I don't care. Like, just getting to see her is cool. Right. You know, same with like, you know, like, hey, we just beat all the Avengers. We just beat all the Ultrons. Age of Ultron is no more. And I'm going to say, you're flip, flip. Hey, did I miss anything? And Spider-Man just kind of runs through. Yeah. You know, you'd be like, oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and, you know, but without the worry of like, was he going to be in the next movie? Obviously, it's like people... Just because he's on screen, everybody wants it to make it so. Like, right. Like, no, it's you, they all live in New York. They're, I mean, uh, there was there's a deleted scene on the original X Men movie. Yeah, the where, whole gag where so they're, they're they're running and then Spider Man's behind. He goes, "Oh, I'm in the wrong movie." And he runs yeah. off. They all start laughing. And to me, it was that was great. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, that a little so kid, awesome. like, "Oh, what's with that?" That was right. Or like, I mean, I don't know if you have any Fantastic Four news in there. No, like, thank God. But again, like. There was an article I read that that Vaughn, the guy who uh, directed um, the last two X Men movies, mm-hmm. obviously saw the new Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, it was great," you know. And I'm sitting there going, "Yeah, because you're getting paid by Fox to say right it that. does. Like, right. you want to make Age of Old, you want to make Age of Apocalypse, don't you? Shut up and say it was the best movie <laughs> you ever saw. And then here's an extra million dollars for funding." <laughs> Reminds me of that Saturday Night Live sketch. I forget. It was like some some psychic, and he goes, "The show was great. It was better than Cats. I want to I, see it again yes. and again." I laughed. I cried. It became a part of me. Go see Cats. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I felt like when I read this article. I'm just kind of like going, "Well, duh. Of course you're going to love it because your next movie is X Men: Age of Apocalypse. So why not kiss a little ass? Go, yeah, it was great." And then when your movie comes out, or when, you know, when if Fantastic Four bombs at the box office, 
Then they go, you said it was great. What do you think? Well, you know, what I saw, they made some different cuts. Uh, obviously, <laughs> Everybody's taste is different. <laughs> yeah, like the, 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 the version I saw was a rough edit, so I don't know. I've got the taste of Fox in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, i got taste of, you know, I still have a little dab of Fox cum on my lips. Now go see X-Men Age of Apocalypse. Ugh. You know, let him worry about it. You know, at, at night, he probably after making that statement, he probably ran into the shower and scrubbed himself down with a crying game playing in the background. You know, like <laughs> I saw, baby, I sold my soul to Fox. Oh, sweetheart, you know we like living in the, com- like the comfortability of the house we live in. X-Men is paying your rent, so you suck that fox cock. <laughs> <laughs> X-Men Fantastic Four was great <laughs> Next movie should be X-Men Learn how to fight off the gag reflex <laughs> Alright well another casting news it's, you know, Do you have any casting news um, Any casting news I have some casting news. Oh, okay. It depends well, what casting news you're looking for. Well, no, no. When you get to the casting news, I'll talk about the casting news I heard. Well, we ha- I, these are not, actually the next two articles are about casting. <laughs> wow. So how, how perfect is that? Wow. Okay, so let's see if these, these, let's see if one of these two are the ones you're thinking of. This classic Batman villain is finally set to make his debut on Gotham. Okay. I heard uh, Scarecrow. Yes. I gotta be honest. What? <laughs> you're like the dick that they're you know, like. I mean, you're like, yeah, that guy did it. <laughs> He's the bad I guy. I am. I am. I, in fact, well, I'll get to that. But after this, I read that article too. And I gotta be honest, I am getting really kind of pissed off with Gotham. Okay. I am tired of them bringing in Batman's rogues galleries mm. without a, a Batman in equal or slightly less of age. Yeah. Harvey Dent looked like a hotshot twenty-something-year-old lawyer. Yeah. F- fuck you. They yeah. like, like. Okay, I get it. Maybe it's like an Elseworlds, Elseworld thing. Yeah. But they didn't paint it that way, and it's starting to become like, okay, I'm okay with the Penguin. For some reason, I'm okay with Penguin. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're seeing him as a young guy, and he's going to grow up and to be the Penguin. Yes. You know, older. You know, I always kind of visualize Penguin being older than Batman, anyway. Right. As far as because he's a you know a gangster related, right. I guess. But the and the Riddler said it once before. I'm really pissed off at the Riddler being part of the forensic unit for Gotham. Mm. But seeing Harvey Dent, I'm like, you know, I'm okay because the last episode they brought in Dr. Thompson. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, she was when I saw her, she was older than Bruce anyway. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm okay with that. Like, did you oh, did you see this week's cousin by the way? Yes, I did. Um, just say the the nurse, the the, the nurse who, yeah. you know who where she's from. No, I, I know I I I've, like told one of those people like I know where she's. I seen her before, but I don't know where she's from. You haven't seen her in a very long time. Yes. But the moment I saw her face, Agnes DePesto from Moonlighting. Kitty, that's right. Uh huh. When I saw the that, okay, this is the steel trap that's in my head. <laughs> I saw her and I was like, oh my god, it's Agnes. That's like who? Like Agnes the Pesto from Moonlighting. It's like who the hell's that? I'm like, remember the motion of Moonlighting? Bruce Willis, Sybil Shepherd. You know, he's like, yeah. I'm like, she was the woman who answered the phone. Always rhymed. You know, <laughs> welcome to Blue. You know, sorry if you're feeling sad or feeling bad. Always know that here at Blue Moon, we'll always put a smile on you. 
how can I help you? Like, you know, that, that yeah, was her that was her thing. Yeah. Who fell in love with Herbert Viola, played by Curtis Armstrong. <laughs> Booger from Return of the who's now Metatron from Supernatural. Yes. Just you know, sorry. Very enough people are going, What the fuck does this have to do with anything? Just say it. I'm tired of people putting in bad guys from Gotham that really shouldn't be around this time. <laughs> but yes, I saw the Scarecrow thing and I'm like, but uh, I'm like, okay, I never really saw him as an older guy, but yeah. Well, he's he's going to be in the episode fourteen. It's going to be called the fearsome doctor. The fearsome doctor Crane is with the title of this. The, the episode's going to make sense. I so, mean, all right. Yeah, yeah. I kind of I'm kind of with you. I mean, I kind of announced when when the season finale of a mid season finale. Yeah, ended. I said I would vow never to watch Gotham again. <laughs> but it's it's like bad watch. You, you kind of you're kind of. Just when you think you're out, you pull you back in. Exactly, and I was—it's one of those things. It's like, okay, I'm going to watch this the, the whole season. I'm going to watch to the end, whatever I guess May or March. Yeah, every May. Yeah, you know, whatever like, it's going to happen. Yeah, like 10, 15 weeks. And left. then, and then, based on that, if 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 they don't give me something, where I'm going, <gasps> you know, like that a uh, moment. <laughs> <laughs> if they're not going to give me that, then I'll be like, I'm out. But, yeah, but the thing is, like, maybe they're trying to find their footing. Like, okay, Agents of Shield has turned around, in my opinion, as yeah. far as going. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like so, maybe. Maybe Gotham needs to find its footing. I, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's waiting for something, any, by the way, because it, it's... My dad said, he's like, it's really hard to watch the show because you don't know what era this is. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, it has all that, like, kind of 40s and 50s music, but then someone's typing on a computer or has a self... Like, a 1980s computer, but yet using a modern-day cell phone. Right. You know? And I'm like... Well, it's kind of. I'm like to me, it kind of reminds me of Batman the Animated Series that way, where it was very style, very 40s and 50s with everyone walking around in the t- suits and, and the, cars. the blimps in the sky. But then all of a sudden, someone's pulling out and you know typing on a computer. Yeah, I'm like, so I can kind of get like you kind of have to like it's one of those things where you just have to let go. But there are certain things on the show that does bother me. Like I don't like you don't need Harvey Dent like. You didn't need Harvey Dent to have that moment unless you unless you plan on making him two faced by the end of the season. Yeah. You know? And everyone's like, well, maybe like there was actually there was actually an article and I didn't read it because I just thought it was stupid right from the get go. Mm. People asking the guy who's playing Penguin if he's actually gonna turn out to be the Joker. Yeah. And I'm like, What are you fucking people stupid? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, 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 that, when I read the article, I'm like, what are you fucking stupid? I just like, I, I, really, wanted, I wanted to get the hand in the back of the head. Like. I would like to have sat down and grabbed that person and just go, you're a fucking idiot. Like, he's the penguin. Why do you, why do, what's your need to have the fucking Joker on this show? Why? You know what? Here's something. Why don't you bring up the Red Hood gang? That'll pacify people who are fucking in this need for the Joker. People go, oh, is that the Joker? Is that going to be... Like, no, fuck you. You don't need the Joker. <laughs> Just fucking move on. <laughs> the Joker and Batman are not going to be in the show. Uh, exactly. Get used to it. I, I know. Get the fuck over it. I'm so annoyed because I just... Oh, I'm just if, if you're waiting for it, just stop watching. Oh, it's like one of those things, like, if someone's going to have, like... Cause, or just just stay on Facebook. Eventually, there'll be an article to pop up going, Joker's going to be on this episode. Then you can watch it. Uh, yeah, I just... Or or someone's going to put in, like... Um, 
Oh, well, look, Jack Napier is one of Clark, one of Clark's, one of Bruce's classmates. Whoa, Jack Napier was the name of Jack Nicholson's character in Batman. He became the Joker. Is he going to be Joker? No. <laughs> Fucking move on. Let it go, people. You're, if you want, the, uh, if you want a disappointing Joker, just wait till Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's your other casting news? Well, actually, I have, I have, I have. I have I, there's another article I just remembered, so there's two more. But let's let's go to this next one, and then we'll, okay. we'll go to the next one after that. Voice cast for WB Animation's Batman versus Robin reveal. I saw that one. Yes, that was interesting. So actually, the one that really, out of all the people, because I'm not going to go through the whole yeah. list of everybody, but the one, the one that, that stood out for you is probably the same one that stood out for me. <laughs> we were at Al Yankovic's going to be. In I know, it. wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be Dollman. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. I was more, um, what do you call it, Kevin Conroy playing Thomas Wayne. <laughs> okay. That to me was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> like, all right, why not? That's going to throw you for a loop. Like, you already got him. Why not just use him for Batman? I mean... <laughs> That must be weird for him, kind of go. Yeah, I'm here to chill. I'm here to my, my call for today. What? I'm Thomas Wayne. <laughs> Who's Batman? Who is Batman? By the way, <laughs> I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. I'm sorry. Is, <laughs> just with the look on your face, going. Who is Batman? <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> I think it's the same guy who was in The Son of Batman. I think it's the same guy because it's a sequel. Yes. Except it's a sequel but not because they're doing The Court of Owls. You know. <laughs> See, this is where we go computer. We need the yes. we sit in front of a computer. Uh, you know what? It does not say um, on this article who played Batman is going to play Batman in this movie. It just it mentions the fact that uh, Batman – Fan favorite Batman best voice Kevin Conroy will guest star as Thomas Wayne. Uh, yeah, no, I'm just like, uh, let's see, Bat, it's it's Batman, uh, Batman versus Robin, I think it is. Yes, Batman, because you know, let's let's get away from uh, um, original titles because we got Batman v Superman, <laughs> you know, coming out in the movie theaters. So let's uh, let's you know, let's, let's stick it. Okay, I think it's uh, David McCollum. He's he's returning back as Alfred, which I liked him as Alfred. Yeah. Um, let's see, voice cast, voice cast. Oh, it's David McCollum as for Alfred. Yeah. Uh, cast. Here you go. Oh wait a minute. Alfred. Yeah, it's uh. Yeah, Jason it's o- Jason O'Mara. O- Jason O'Mara. Okay. Yeah, because he was Batman in and, the other one. And Sean Mayer is going to play Robin, and David McCollum will play Alfred. Yeah, I'm looking here at. Uh, no, I see it. Yeah, I'm like okay. <sighs> All right. So that's I mean, that's the, the the one. Of course, that was the the doll maker playing by Weird Al. That's the one that caught you off. Yes. Like, all right. I mean, sh- I've never thought of him as a voice actor. You know, of course, though he's in a, in a new comedy, the miniseries, uh, the, the Gallivant. Gallivant. Yeah, know. I had to catch up on that because uh, um, I missed last week's episode, and obviously this tonight's another episode. Yes. So I haven't I haven't seen that one. So let me go find. Okay, what was the okay? Now I guess I'll tell you what my casting news was yes. that I read. Tom Hardy bailed out of Suicide That's Squad. That's the last one. That I was have. the last yeah, one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Apparently, um, <sighs> he bailed. Yes. And he was going to be Cav- Randall Flag. I think it is. Uh, good question. <clears throat> I think he was. Did you get that? Dead air, Ed. Dead, dead air, air. Dead, dead air. air. 
Jeez. <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, suicide, suicide Squad. Suicide. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad movie. Okay, here you go. Uh, report. Uh, see, look at me pulling up comicbookresource.com. Here you go. Announced too, uh, announced too much fanfare with a full cast in, in place December. Warner Brothers' DC Entertainment adaptation Suicide Squad has some small growing pains. Now a report is claiming that the loss of one star came as a result of the final script for film not meeting his expectations. Huh. Latina Review. Yeah. This is where it comes from. They're hit or miss because they've been really good with like spilling I so. something. I think they have like a good 65% uh, good, <laughs> accuracy rate. Yeah. Um, they they came up with the story as of today, and today being um, I think it was a, uh, Saturday yesterday, mm-hmm. that claiming that the reason actor Tom Hardy walked away from the incoming David Ayer director movie was because he had not seen a finished script when he was originally agreed to play Rick Flag. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, once the full cast was as- assembled, including Joker slash Oscar winner Jason- Jared Leto and superstar Will Smith as Deadshot. The script was tweaked to play to those bigger parts, and Hardy apparently wasn't interested in their version of the story where Flag served as a supporting player. Mm-hmm. Immediately after Hardy quit the part this week, reports surfaced that Jake Gyllenhaal is being eyed to fill the Rick Flag role in the DC supervillain team-up movie. If he does, he'll join Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, Jai Courtney as Boomerang, and Cara Delvenu as Intantris. Additionally, Batman v Superman's Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg, is still rumored to be connected to Suicide Squad in some way, while Warners is repeatedly also chasing Viola Davis for the part of Amanda Waller. Suicide Squad is scheduled to release for August 5th, 2016. So, discuss. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the first, I, we, we think we posted this on our Facebook page first. I think you did, or... <laughs> Wait, you telling me I tried scooping it with that that article? Yeah, that probably was me. Okay, I think because well, it was either you or Erica. <laughs> it wasn't me. I know that it was probably me. <laughs> <laughs> the first thought of the first thought when I read it was, who cares? <laughs> well, I mean, like, like out of like out of all of them, like it's like all of a sudden, if like you said, Jared Leto was leaving Joker because of some. Like he couldn't think he could perform the role. I'd be like, okay, you know what? That's newsworthy. Like you know, well, okay. But well, you're see, talking about Rick Flag. Okay. Well, see, here's the problem. Okay, this is now. I'll allow me to. Yeah. I tell you why. First of all, it's Hardy. He's coming back. He's already established. He's going to be Mad Max. Yes. He's already established his bane. Mm-hmm. So getting him again, you know that he's he's always up for the role. Yeah. Um. So him leaving the project kind of refers back to something that I was worried about, that it becomes more of a Will Smith movie than a Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as, and, you know, I mean, let's face it, Hardy, certain people don't need, like, you're trying to, here's the problem. <laughs> the way I see it is, all these actors that they want to get for this, these casts mm-hmm. already come with established egos. Oh, yeah. Back when they did the Avengers movie... Not many of those guys had egos. I mean, yeah. they had ego. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. always had an ego, but his ego, his career, grew exponentially mm-hmm. from through Iron Man. Yeah. So any kind of, but he's always been kind of like that egotistical, you know, kind of like, hey, I'm the best kind of guy. Yeah. Even outside of the role that he had, but he also knows how to be a team player. Yeah. 
Um, same with Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. Same with, you know, I was going to say. Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. he didn't really have much of a career. I mean, other than Thor, he was Kirk's dad. Yeah. You know, I mean, other than, you know, um, i trying to think. Okay, Scarlett Johansson, she, a star, but she doesn't really, she's never really been in big blockbuster movies. Mm-hmm. So, but she's also been part of an ensemble casts. Yeah. So the people that you have working together to be this ensemble cast, and look at Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo was basically the, you know, he was the serious Paul Rudd. You know, because <laughs> the two of them to me were almost interchangeable. Last time I, the last movie that I really remember liking Mark Ruffalo in was Thirteen Going on Thirty. Yeah, okay. You know, like, like so to me, it's just like a lot of these people know how to work together in mm. ensemble casts. When you throw Will Smith in. Now, like Will Smith of Independence Day. The only, the only thing about Ruffalo was that now you see me. Yeah. Then you didn't like yeah. that. One? No, I did. But oh, again, yeah. ensemble cast. Yeah. Like these guys, very few people in the in the movies that we've seen them in. I don't really see them. I don't want to say like they, I don't know if they have huge egos. They don't come across as egotistical, look at me kind of actors. Okay. You know, uh, with the exception of Rob Downey Jr. Right. I mean, but that's I think that's him being thankful for what he has and giving everybody he is constantly the showman yeah um will smith always has always been an egotistical actor mm-hmm. you know i mean that's people love him for him people hate him for it um i think tom hardy has gotten more accolades for being you know bane and he's been in some you know now he's mad max now he doesn't need to be an ensemble cast yeah like he just spent you know, three hours in Batman Beyond. I mean, Batman, uh, <laughs> Batman Beyond. Dark Knight Rises behind a mask. You didn't yeah. know it was him, and I'm not even sure if that was even his his, his voice doing the. Mm, perhaps you'd ask why you'd kill a man wearing a mask. <laughs> I don't know if that was him. Yeah. And before that, I didn't know who he was until I was like, oh my god, he's young Captain John Luke Picard in, um, Insurrection. Not wow. Insurrection in the last um Star Trek movie. Yeah. You know, I was like. Holy crap! Because he was scrawny, he yeah. wasn't. He didn't have the muscles. So I'm just like, uh, him leaving is not really like you're like big deal. But he, what I found interesting about the article, people are like, there was two camps. Mm-hmm. One that he is doing another project, which is going to the project that he's doing now is going over scheduling that's going to conflict with Suicide Squad's filming. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going there. I'm sitting there going, yeah, you know what though. I don't buy that because Kevin just finished wrapping up on Yoga Hosers. Mm-hmm. You know, to kind of give you, I mean, people are going, we can't compare Kevin Smith movie to a DC comic book movie. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, in Yoga Hoser, Johnny Depp is starring in it. Mm-hmm. Along, he's coming back in long to, you know, but they filmed the majority of this stuff months ago. Mm-hmm. And they went back to production to, to film Johnny's, you know, stuff. Because he was doing another project. Yeah. So you can work around scheduling by going. Another thing is um, Chris Rock was doing Lethal Weapon 4 when he did Dogma. He was coming in to, to do his scenes for Dogma like like every other week. Mm. You know, depending on the conflict. You know, like companies are willing to work with your schedule. Yeah. So by saying, oh, well, it's conflict and scheduling between this and this. It, to me, it's always kind of dicey. Oh, the thing I found really interesting was that. All these people signed on to play these roles before they even saw a fucking script. (laughs) 
Well, it, it, it's it's like I think though, like with with any male, because now the superhero movie is the, the it's, hot movie. It's the hot. They movie. know they know they can get a percentage of it, or they can get a you know a, a, a what their like value is. Yeah, they, just based off of like I'm going to be you know dead shot yeah. like Will Smith. I'm going to be dead shot. So like for that, it's and, going. Yeah, he can sign a multi picture deal for multi million dollars instead right. of getting paid like three million. Let's say he gets paid twenty million dollars a movie. Right. He can now go. I'm getting paid a hundred million dollars, but I signed a three movie contract. Yeah, so you, you see, so you, you kind of get that that idea because I mean, like, like a lot of actors, like I mean, like when Robert Redford was in Winter Soldier, <laughs> shocked the shit out of me. <laughs> exactly, you know, and it was like one of those type of things. It's like, did he really need the work? It's like, right, I, I obviously said, not. I said know? that back then. I'm like, do you really think Robert Redford needs fucking Marvel money? No, <laughs> like, you know, he doesn't. But it did make him relevant, right? At the same, and and it is kind of like he might have gotten again. It, it's like. Oh my God, Robert Redford is a really great actor. But kids will know him now as a you know as a Marvel as the bad guy in Captain America. Yeah. So we can get that guy, we can get him to play like the grumpy grandfather now in the Tooth Fairy Five. You know. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Don't worry, that just gave me chills saying it too. <laughs> Robert anyway. Redford in Mr. Nanny 2. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, he, it kind of gives him a bump that maybe he doesn't he doesn't have to do it. But, but I'm saying like 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 actors like that, they don't really need the money, but they do it because they want to be like, hey, I'm still here, you know. Yeah, like, I'm, uh, I'm still alive. Well, close is like, you know, in Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, I've, I've got Oscar. Yeah, see this, this Oscar. Ding! <laughs> but you know me better as... Ten minutes in Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy right. I now have an action figure. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you know, so, so 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 for like those kind of actors, you know, they but these kind of actors, it's like they're hip right now. They're the you know what they can yeah. do. You know, so they they can sign on because they want to be more relevant. I mean, like any of these actors. I mean, like Jared Leto. I mean, yeah, he did great in Orange Is the New Black. Is that what he's in? I don't forget what movie. But I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Care. He was in Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers. That's where he won the Oscar. You might know him, and this blew my girlfriend's mind when I told her he was the pretty boy in Fight Club. Oh no way! See, that's the same thing. She loves Fight Club. Yeah. And when I said, you know, she's like Jared Leto. I love Thirty Seconds from Mars. She had a fucking Fight Club poster on her wall. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he's in Fight Club. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like. He's the guy that Ed Norton beats the shit out of and says, why'd you do it? Because I wanted to break something beautiful. He's the guy. She's like, no way. And so she pops in the movie and scrolls to that part where she beats the crap out of him. I'm like, sweetheart, all you had to do is look at the cover. He's in the, uh, he's in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> like, on the cover of your, of your movie. It's like, it's not the point. I had to say it. I'm like, yeah, it's him. That's Jared Leto. You know? <laughs> She's like, gosh. oh my God, I had no clue. I'm like, does nobody pay attention? <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, like, he he's recently got some success. Yeah, well, he's gotten hit because he, he's one of those actors that can change. Because he also um, put on all that weight for that um, movie where he starred as the guy who killed Lennon, mm-hmm. which I always forget. It's not Sirhan Sirhan, is it? Mm-hmm. No, well uh, Chapman. Yeah, Mark David Chapman. Yeah. It's funny. I always remember Mark David Chapman after I say Sirhan Sirhan. <laughs> I don't know why the two of them are so synonymous in my head. I don't know the link between the two of them. <laughs> But yeah, he played Mark David Chapman in the movie where he put on all this weight and had yeah. the beard and all that stuff like that. And apparently, I heard it was good, but it's Dallas Buyers Club where he's getting, oh, I put a dress on and I'm real skinny. Look yeah. at me now. Here's your Oscar. Yeah. You know? 
So, so that's the saying. Like 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 actors like that is just like they, they're going to sign on because it's it's a relative movie. That's Os- starring Oscar winner Jared Leto as the Joker. Right. You would say you you know he, like he would probably take like a hundred thousand dollars just to do it. seriously. <laughs> right, not, yeah. really, like because you go okay, you know what? I, I did win an Oscar, but but everybody goes who or you know or right. people who saw Dallas Dallas Club or Thirty Seconds or whatever he was in right. go know who he is. But then they're like the broader audience that didn't see those films are yeah. like like because I I didn't see Dallas Buyers Club. Neither did I. You know, and I'm like I'm like who? You yeah. know, that's that was yeah. the that was the reaction that was given, and it was like, and I don't think I was a minority on this one. That you know it was like you know, a lot of people. So for him to be in Suicide Squad as Joker is like You're my like, career is going to go yeah, way yeah. off the you know reservation because yeah. it's going to be you know you become a, you become an action figure. Yeah, I mean that's what it comes down to. I mean, let's face it: if I was an actor, I'd want my own action figure. Yeah, I do. I'm all, fuck it. I'm not even an actor, and I want my own action figure. <laughs> you know, I w- I mean just to kind of go, yeah, look at me, woo, yeah. you know, to be that. You know, in the consciousness of to be played by little boys, little boys, <laughs> I'll be the little girls you're playing. <laughs> Just to have like that—that that to me, it's like people used to say, "You knew you were famous when you starred when you were in The Simpsons." Yeah, I think now you know you're famous if you have an action figure after yourself. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, it's great and all, and and Hardy maybe he doesn't feel like again. It could be like look at uh, Jason Moma, he was going to be Drax. Uh. Yes. And now he's going to be Aquaman. Like yeah. now, I'm starting to think like, did he, like, did he regret his decision of saying no to Drax? Of course he did. Uh, well, I'm what I'm saying is he must have because it, it made almost a billion dollars for him to go out and go. You know, I I don't I don't want to be the guy that with his shirt off. I'm an artist. artist. I'm an artist. I'm going to direct. Yeah. And then and then like he probably directed a movie if he did. Yeah, he did. It was is the Rope of Palpoma. Which is out on video now, by the way. Yeah. But it it came it it came and went in the theaters. It, right. Because nobody cared. Right. Nobody cared. I, I'm sorry, Jason. You know, I, nobody cared. Sorry, Mom. I know you can snap us like a twig, and you know, I love your wife. You know, she's awesome. You know. But that's you know, I mean, that's that's that that's the reality of this game of of movies. And, yeah. You know, you're only you're, you're only as good as your last project. Yeah. And that's what it comes. And and him saying no to Drax because he didn't want to be all of a sudden now he's going to dye his hair. Yeah. And cut it, like I mean, okay, granted, you know, Drax would probably go bald for it, but I'm just saying now he's he's kind of went, oh, I could have been Drax in a billion dollar movie, I'll be Aquaman, yeah, like his his <laughs> his, his his agent probably went, Jason, come here, like you know, I love you, I know I've been you know supporting you throughout this whole time, and I really I told you that this Drax thing was going to be huge. Guardians of the Galaxy almost made a billion dollars in the fucking opening weekend. Yeah. You know, the whole world loves you. You would be a household name. But I want to direct. But you had to be an artist and had to flex your... And I tried telling you that the money you were gotten paid for being in Guardians of the Galaxy, you would have fuck you money to make any pet project you wanted to do. Yeah. But instead, you had to have integrity in Hollywood. <laughs> now, suit up. You're going to be fucking Aquaman. <laughs> Can you imagine that, like all these roles? Like I could play Batman, right. I could play Superman, or you know, like yeah. like they're like now they keep passing on a pass on. Of, well, we got one for you. Oh, really? Is it a good superhero villain? Yeah. <laughs> superman, superhero. He's a superhero. Yeah. Is is he a good one? I mean, People we, know his name. Let me put it this way: um, Are you good with swimming? <laughs> I know you were in Stargate Atlantis, and it has to do with Atlantis. Yeah. And you'll be a king. Anybody with fucking Aquaman. 
sorry, you're you're Aquaman. Oh, you could have been Drax. People love Drax. You know, just saying. You're now gonna be the joke of the internet. <laughs> just sorry. <laughs> That's just sad because he already is. <laughs> yeah, Aquaman? Oh, Jason Momoa. I mean, most people probably don't know that he bowed on the Drax things. I mean, yeah. some do, some don't. Yeah. But I mean, our fine listeners do. Oh, yeah, because they, they know they know where it's okay, cool and hip at. That's right. But I'm just saying, like, now he's kind of going, he's now shaving. Right now, Jason Momoa is shaving his chest and crying and, crying and putting, and with peroxide in his hair. <laughs> you know, looking and wearing, trying to stay far away from orange and green in the streetwear. <laughs> Every time he holds a fork, he looks and goes, I'm going to be fucking Aquaman. <laughs> right now, he's sitting at a, uh, at a fancy restaurant eating shrimp, and someone's going, dude, how's it feel to be eating that shrimp, Aquaman? <laughs> Murderer. He's just sitting there going, fuck. And then there comes you know, Dave Batista walking by going, Drax, what's up, man? You're bad, man. You like food. I'll keep this. You know, like. <laughs> I, I mean, or it could be the other thing. You know, maybe he was, maybe Momo was like, I really want to be Drax. And his agent was like, dude, really? You want to be the shirtless guy in every those fucking movies? That movie's going to go nowhere. It's going to fucking, it's going to fucking squirrel a raccoon, whatever the fuck it is, toting guns at a talking tree. Come on. You don't want to be in that piece of shit. It's going to bomb. It's going to be off. This is going to be the straw that breaks that whole Marvel universe. You watch it. I'm your age. I mean, I, I'm the guy who got you the Stargate Atlantis. I'm got you the guy. You want to direct, don't you? You should be directing, you know, that, that pet project, Road to Palpoma. That's where your meat and potatoes are. That's when people take you seriously. <laughs> Three weeks later, you're fired. <laughs> now I'm fucking Aquaman. <laughs> right now, there could be an agent sitting there drinking a drink going, you know, I had, I had Jason Momoa. I'm the guy who told him not to take drugs. <laughs> oh, I'm such a loser. <laughs> Who's next, Martha? Uh, we have that McDonald's commercial ad people weren't looking for cast members for. Oh. <sighs> How much is ten percent of a Big Mac? What they're on sale for two fifty? What's ten percent of two fifty? That's all I'm getting. I could have had fucking Drax money. I could have. I could have had ten percent of fucking Marvel. Fuck! What was I thinking? I feel as, almost as bad as fucking Tom Selleck for turning walking away from Indiana fucking Jones. <laughs> Or <laughs> uh, as bad as Sean Connery for not taking Morpheus. God. Momo must be kicking. So now he's reduced to a fucking, fucking water breathing, fish talking douchebag named Aquaman. <laughs> right now, there's somebody going, but Aquaman's cool in the comic books. Yeah, yeah he, maybe now, but. Psh, we all know who Aquaman is. <laughs> all the fish said, fuck him. <laughs> fuck Mama right in his fucking mouth. <laughs> Sorry, I went off on a tear there. What else have you got there in the news, Ed? Let's talk Star Wars. Oh, let's talk Star Wars. Something else I won't get my cockles on an uproar. 
course, you know, as you know, Star Wars Episode Seven teaser trailer came out, and everybody went excited. But... Everyone went ape shit. Yeah. What do you mean a black stormtrooper? Fuck you! How do you even know what it's about? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that kind of sums All right, up. This is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be fun. <laughs> Got my own stuff all like. Fuck Hardy, fuck Aquaman. <laughs> well, there's a there's a new trailer coming out soon. Oh yeah, yes, with the original cast. You're going to see you get to see Mark Hamill, <laughs> Harrison Ford, Chewbacca, and R two D two, and and such. Princess in Leia, the, yes, in a new trailer. In a new trailer, they're just going to be standing there going, yeah. <laughs> they're just going to stand there and be like, they're already dressed in their thing, going, and I'll just say, yeah, you know, stars for Star Wars Episode Seven, like <laughs> Force Awakens. <laughs> So when is it coming out is the big question. <laughs> You'll see Mark Hamill walk out, hold his lightsaber, drop it on the ground, and just walk in <laughs> to stage left. That's all you fucking need. You know, <laughs> Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford holding his blaster, Chewie holding his crossbow blaster, Princess Leia holding, I don't know, something. You know, maybe her, her top of her metal bikini. <laughs> you know, they all walk out. They look at the. They look at the camera. Mm. They smile. They hold out their shit and they drop it and they just exit, stay left, and they go, "That's right, bitches." Episode seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this. Te- so tell me more about this. Te- this trailer, right? Well, this trailer is going to come out on a, on a big blockbuster movie. Of course. They, Avengers Age of Ultron is going to Ooh. premiere the, the extended trailer, or trailer two, as you say, of Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force oh. Awakens. Okay, i got to be honest. Yeah. Does this come as a shock to anybody? No. I'm going to say, Disney owns both fucking properties. <laughs> if this is like a big coup going, oh my God, they're going to have the Star Wars ad right before the Avengers. How crazy is that? Not crazy at all. Disney owns both. Yes. It's like when you go see a Pixar movie, you have to sit through at, at least three Disney movie trailers. Why? Because they fucking own it. <laughs> it's like walking into a McDonald's and someone saying, hey, you want a Big Mac? Because we own it. <laughs> I'd be more shocked if a, a Star Wars trailer showed up at the beginning of a Star Trek movie. All right. That would be more shocking. That would be awesome. Actually. Oh, that's what I'm saying now. Like you'd be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they did that." <laughs> but oh gee, Star Wars trailer in front of a Marvel movie. Go figure. <laughs> Fucking genius marketing. Oh, since you're in the surly attitude, let's move on to the next article. Well, okay, which is is this about the? Do you know where supposedly the teaser for Batman v Superman is supposed to ha- open no. up? <laughs> that Jupiter ascending. <laughs> Really? Yes, I heard a. I read an article <laughs> that there's going to be a teaser trailer for the because it's a Marvel, it's a Warner Brothers movie, yeah. Jupiter Ascending, yeah, a movie that was supposed to come out last year, but they held off on it. Yeah, who could be either a because the movie sucked, or b there was too much competition during the summer. I mean, it, last year was a big summer. I'm gonna lean more towards the movie sucked. <laughs> my, my my options a. I mean, I'm probably gonna go if see I it because it's Mila Kunis. But Tatum Channing with fucking Spock ears just doesn't really work for me. Because I've been watching the trailers on television. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah. this has got to be this horrible. Is gonna, this is going to be either horribly awesome or awesomely horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be awesomely horrible. But you know, I heard the rumor that they're going to have a Batman v Superman now, trailer. I would pay. Do the old pay pay to go see the trailer and turn out and walk out? out? Yeah. 
Well, I guess we'll find out when you know the box office releases of that week are going to be if, if Jupiter Ascending is number one in the box office. Because <laughs> it's the top five. Because I think it comes. I think that movie comes out either February or April. February. February. So it's coming out soon. Right. So their rumor has that they're they're putting out a teaser for Batman because it's going to be a year later, almost a year. Yeah. So <laughs> should be interesting. Oh no! This was our plan all along. You know, put Jupiter ascending in February and have a teaser. Blah, 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 blah. All right. Do you want to? Since we're almost over an hour now, do you want to go to the Oscars? Yeah, sure. All why right. Not? So, as as of Thursday, they released the Oscar uh, the Oscar picks, the Oscar picks, which we have right here. <clears throat> yeah, give it to me, and I'll I'll just I'll I'll do the heavy lifting on this one. All right. <laughs> so there you go. There is okay. The ballots. So the nominations were done. Yes. All right. I gotta be honest. I kind of briefly looked at these earlier when they were posted. Right. Because there's a whole big controversy of the whitewashing of the Oscars because there's more white people than ever. <laughs> uh, okay. So, but I'm 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 looking over the list and I I I can see what they're talking about. Well. <laughs> I mean, a lot, of, but then it's also it's very big in Latino, like a lot of Latin, yeah. You know, so especially with Birdman, yeah. Birdman's getting a lot of of love. Okay, well, so anyway, we'll we'll go quickly over the big ones, not the technical ones. We'll just go with the best picture. Yeah, best picture of the year is one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, eight, eight movies. All right. All right. Uh, number one, American Sniper, uh, Birdman, or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. That's the you know. Um, Boyhood, uh-huh. The Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, Selma, The Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. Okay, um, I didn't see Boyhood. I didn't. I know. Uh, obviously, I've seen American Sniper. Yeah, Birdman. I saw it. I loved it. Mm. Boyhood. No interest in seeing. It, to be quite honest, mm. Grand Budapest Hotel. Again, no real interest in seeing that one. Imitation Game. Saw it. Loved it. Uh, Selma. No desire. Not because I'm, I hate black people, it's just because I have no. It just it doesn't doesn't jump out at me. Yeah, you know, uh, the theory of everything. I saw the preview for it. Looks good, but again, another movie I got no interest in saying. Mm-hmm. And Whiplash, which is about a drummer boy. Yeah. Okay, you didn't know that, did you? No. It's about you know it's what J.K. Simmons won his Golden Globe for, for because he's in that. Okay. J. 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 Jonah Jameson. Yes. From the original Spider Man movies. Right. <laughs> Um, okay, well now let's. Uh, here's where I think is where is best director because I always like to. This is my favorite part of the Oscars. How many? How many achievement in directing? One, two. There's five directors, but yet eight best pictures. Sure, right. Okay. Okay. Now here's a couple things. Oh, right away. Okay, Birdman. Yeah. All right. You know what? It's also nominated for best picture. A great movie. Boyhood. Okay. Still in. Foxcatcher. Best director, but not best, best picture. picture right. I mean, you would think that the two of them kind of go hand in hand. Uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay, they both match up. Yeah. Imitation Game both match up. So right now, Foxcatcher is the what do you call it? Argo of this year. <laughs> because if if, if Foxcatcher wins best director, then apparently it should be the best movie of the year. <laughs> I mean, it's always been my like people go, no, no. There's always subtle differences, and I'm like. Um, well, obviously, the director is the one who leads the ship. Yeah. So, therefore, if it's getting all these accolades, then rightly so, he, if it's the best picture, it should be the best director. 
Best director should be the best picture. You know, especially since they're the last two that's nominated. Yeah, usually, when they're on TV, the last two that's talked about, because most people go, he won best director, obviously it's got to win best picture. You yeah. just know. It, the yeah. two of them go hand in hand. Not lately. No. Okay. Uh, so, actor in a leading role. Steve Carell, Foxcatcher. Bradley Cooper, American Sniper. Benedict Cumberbatch in The Imitation Game. Michael Keaton, Birdman. Eddie Redman, The Theory of Everything. That's the guy who plays... Um, uh, Hawkins. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's the story of Stephen Hawking. Hawking's right. Right before he, st- you know, when he was young in Oxford, and then walking, talking, and then seeing him deteriorate to the man he is today. Yeah, right. Um. All right. We'll we'll next week we'll hand the uh, ballots out and we'll we'll it's February twenty second. Yes. We'll fill them out and we'll we'll match them up. We'll do the we'll do the Oscar poll. Mm. You, me, and Erica will sit down. We'll fill out our picks, and yeah. then that week after, because like, Oscars will be like that Sunday night. The following week, we'll match up and see who 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 won our Oscar poll. That's right. Um, okay, actor in supporting role: Robert Duvall for The Judge, Ethan Hawke for Boyhood, Edward Norton for Birdman, Mark Ruffalo for Foxcatcher, J.K. Simmons for Whiplash. Okay, all right. I'm going to say right now that probably the front runner is probably Edward Norton. Okay. Okay, and I'm going to say right now. Best motion picture, i got to be honest, personally, it's a toss-up between Birdman and Imitation Game. Imitation Game, I liked a lot more, but Birdman was so good, too. It was just like, like it was really good, but it's very, people walk, I can see people walking out going, I couldn't understand a fucking thing about that movie. Like, even Dad was like, I was kind of confused, but I couldn't, like, I, I was so intrigued by what was going on, mm. you know? All right, so uh, performance by an actress in a leading role. Marion Collard, Two Days, One Night. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the, the nomination tweet. He farted again, folks. I did. I'm saying I'm nervous. I'm talking in public. <laughs> Felicity Jones, The Theory of Everything. Here's the thing. Felicity Jones was also the chick who played um, Fel- in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Mm. She was the Felicia in... Um, in Oh, Amazing yeah. Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Julian Moore, still Alice. The story of the honeymooners. <laughs> no, <laughs> <it's okay. laughs> Rosemond Pike, Gone Girl, that was Ben Affleck's wife in the movie, mm-hmm. who was fucking phenomenal, but she was awesome. So was he. I really do feel like he got snubbed this year. Yeah. Because I said it with that night. I'll, actually, I have Gone Girl, so maybe next time we do movie night, I'll bring that. All right. Because it was so good. I gotta be honest. A little disappointed in the in the Blu-ray though, as far as perks go. All it comes is with director's commentary. Really? Yeah. Wow. And and I'm just like, there should have been more. Yeah. I'm almost thinking like, are they waiting for after Oscars, hoping that if it wins, you know, like something, they can go repackage and go, hey. Yeah. Because they even talked to the guy who wrote the book. Anyway, so performance by an actress in a supporting round role: Patricia Arquette for Boyhood, Laura Dern for Wild, Kieran Knightley for The imita- Imitation Game. Emma Stone for Birdman. And Meryl Streep for Into the Woods. All right. All right. Okay, see, so far, this is what we're saying. Like, right now, I think you've got a good race between Birdman and Imitation Game. Because mm-hmm. you got actors in all the big, except for um, performance by, you know, yeah, except for supporting role, but lead roles, you got, you know, uh, yeah. Huh, that's weird. Kira Knightley gets a supporting role, but not the lead role. Hmm. I guess because it is a story about him. All right, whatever. All right, so okay, animated film. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> you can read off the list, but we I think we everybody will know who wins this one. Big Hero Six, Box Trolls, How to Train Your Dragon Two, Saw on the Sea, and the Tales of the Princess Kagagaga. Okay, what do you think it's gonna go to Big Hero Six? Yes. I don't think so. Really? How to Train Your Dragon Two won the Golden Globe. Oh. I, I to me, Golden Globe's always a good Indicator. Like, indicator of how people are going to go. I, it just, it just, it's, 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 it's always, always Pixar or Disney themselves. I mean, it's, but this it's, tale of Princess Kayugaga, uh, it's, it's Japanese, Japanese movies. They always kind of, uh, it's, 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 it's going to be a tight race. Yeah. Uh, cinematography, no one cares. Achievement in costume, no one cares. I mean, Maleficent, now I see Maleficent is, uh, Maleficent in Into the Woods. So, mm. Mm, she damn looked damn good in those horns. Mm hmm. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, we did director documentary. No one cares about. I always say go for the uh, documentary. Go for the like. The reason why I think Salma is like a lot of people. Are, okay, I'm gonna say I read an, an interesting blurb that you know the whole whitewashing of the Oscars this year. People are going, you know what? But maybe they're starting to be wise that if you went to win an Oscar, you went with like a 12 Years a Slave or some Holocaust movie or you, you if you you know because if you're gonna per- if you're going to uh, want to win an award by old white men, make it something that they're going to feel guilty about. <laughs> Two things old white men feel guilty about, race and the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> Best documentary short subject, no one cares. Achievement in film editing, all right. I mean, I guess that, you know, that editing helps with pacing and tenseness. Yeah. Um, having only seen uh, the imitation game, I mean, I guess, you know, maybe... It looks like so far. It looks like the imitation game is like the is like the big name here. Yeah. Best foreign language film. No one cares. Achievement in makeup and hairstyling. I'm gonna be honest. Surprised the makeup and hairstyling wasn't that you didn't have uh, Maleficent. Hmm. Or um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Especially they only have three. Yeah. Choices. Foxcatcher, which basically comes down to a fake news. Mm-hmm. The Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, that's uh, you know I guess because it, it deals with purple uh, bellhop and uh, well it also do with the Indian the Indian culture yeah. so probably that and Gar- well I'm sorry Guardians of the Galaxy is nominated <laughs> like, how come Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't nominated for hair and makeup oh wait it is <laughs> so you said Maleficent wasn't nominated. oh Maleficent sorry yeah. uh, I think Guardians of the Galaxy yeah well I, mean, uh, I said that too but right. uh, I, I don't know I think that's gonna be our winner unless Foxcatcher wins it for fake news. <laughs> Achievements in music, original score, no one cares. How? Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> Achievement in music for uh, original song, everything is awesome, everything is awesome. <laughs> Lego movie, glory, Selma, grateful from Beyond the Lights. I'm going to miss you, uh, Glenn, Glenn Campbell, I'll be me. guess that was a music, uh, yeah. a, song, a movie. Uh, Lost Stars from Begin Again. I'm going to go with everything is awesome. Unless, <laughs> unless... <laughs> Okay, I would go with everything is awesome because it's catchy and it fucking gets it's it's one of those like everything is awesome. It's but I think white guilt's going to come into play and it's going to be Selma. All right, <laughs> achievement in production production design, no one cares. <laughs> uh, best animated short film again, no one cares. cares. Best live action short film, who cares? I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm sure the people who made these things do care. Yeah. But as far as you're going for the Oscar pool, no one cares. You want the you're watching three hours to see the stars. You don't care who Odin Bin and Maya Breeze for best live action short film is. You're gonna go. 
Who the fuck's that? Oh, they're the, they're the ones standing next to George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they're the ones standing like forty feet away. From well, George if they Clooney. win the award, whoever whoever is the guy presenting the award, yeah, that's whoever the famous person is. The people that are next to them, one's going to be the model who hands it, so you can just count her out of it. Those other people are going to be the ones who won the award. You're not going to care. Uh, you, mean, gonna... you mean when they win the award? I thought you meant like at the like, interview. No, the interview is going to be no one's. They're not even going to get interviewed. Oh, so you're nominated. How does that feel? Same thing. Uh, same thing the person next to me said. It's an honor just to be nominated. But you really want to win, don't you? We all really want to win. <laughs> are you going to remember my name if I don't win? Who? I'm so. Oh, look, George Clooney. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Achievement in sound editing. No one cares, but I mean, it is one of those things. To me, it's it's uh, sound least, editing and sound, sound mixing, mixing yeah. are the two that kind of they're the ones that are the meat and potatoes of movies. Because without sound editing and sound mixings, lightsabers wouldn't sound like mm-hmm. it would sound like this. <laughs> There'd be nothing because it, it's made up sound. <laughs> uh, achievement in visual effects. Okay, now this one everyone cares about: yeah. special effects. You get Captain America, the Winter Soldier, uh-huh. Dawn of Planet of the Apes, Guardians of the Galaxy, Interstellar, and X-Men Days of Future Past. Got to be honest, out of all of them, Dawn of Planet of the Apes. Really? Well, Dude, I mean, that's the only one I haven't seen out of all of them. Uh, again. And Interstellar. But Gal- Guardians, I thought, would be the... Guardi- yeah, but a lot of it's practical effects. I mean, okay. I'm talking to you, and you're a monkey. Yeah, that's And true. it's viable. Yeah. Like, you made... You, like, the first half hour of the movie is you... Watching the monkeys live and talking sign language. The first half hour of the movie is all like hand hand Mm. sign language. And I would watch another hour of that movie because it was so good and so like, oh my God, this looks awesome. So I'm, Planet of the Apes is my, I I think it's going to be the big winner for visual effects. All right. Especially since people keep going, Andy Serkis needs to be nominated. They they need to start changing this Oscars and go for best motion capture. Mm Mm-hmm. Of something because he this man needs to deserve an Oscar of some right. some sort. Adapted screenplay. You got uh, again, no one really cares, but it's books turned into movies. American Sniper, Imitation Game, Inherent Vice, Theory of Everything with a Flash. Again, kind of surprised Gone Girl wasn't nominated. Because mm. it was people loved the book and they said a lot of people who read the book said it was a pretty close interpretation of the movie. Yeah. The movie was a close interpretation of the, of the book. book right. <laughs> Original screenplay. Birdman, Boyhood. Foxcatcher, Grand Budapest Hotel, Nightcrawler. I'm going to say that's wrong. That Foxcatcher, supposedly based on a book. Yeah. So it's not really an original screenplay. Hmm. I think this might be a typo. Or someone back in, someone's cheating. I think the fix is in. Because <laughs> out of these, okay, well, Grand and Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler was good. That yeah. was the Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Yeah. It was good, but hey, all right. I mean, out of all of that, I would say Birdman's probably the best original screenplay. All right. But I think Foxcatcher is going to win it because I think the fix is on, Ed. The fix is in, I man. think those old white people that know nothing about nothing are going to pick that as something. <laughs> I was reading like a bunch of articles like the, the president of the Oscars Academy is a black woman. So yeah. they asked her, like, well, why is it? Why is everyone so white? She's like, look, i got to be honest. Most of the people, uh, most of our industries are made of white males. The average age is like 62, like we like we're trying, we're doing the diversity, but come on, like <laughs> cut, 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 cut with some slack, will you? Like, it's not my fault. I 
here's how I put it. Go out and see more movies. Yeah. Like, if you want more ethnic... Like, I, I do believe it's, it's a lot of risk versus reward. I do feel like... Like, they're saying, well, how come there's no, no more, like, uh, black lead males more? Mm-hmm. Because maybe the people that have out aren't proven... Like, okay, prime example. More people would rather see a uh, Kevin Hart movie mm-hmm. than a... With with a majority white cast, by the way, yeah, than a all black cast that Chris Rock made, yeah, it's it proven right there box office. Kevin Hart man had a bigger opening weekend than Chris Rock, yeah. So why is that? Now it's because no one wants to go see a Chris Rock movie. Is he not as relevant as, as Chris? Or are more white people going to the movies? Mm-hmm. Like I I would I wanted to see top five. But I don't remember what I was doing that weekend. I know I didn't see a movie that weekend at all. Mm. You know, the Kevin Hart movie looks the it looks okay, it looks funny, but I've seen it before. Like that whole like, hey, it's it's what do you call it? Um, can't buy me love except bro version. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, it's, I have no friends, so I'm going to pay you to help be my friend and help me get groomsmen. It, it reminded me. Um... Uh, Will Smith did a movie a while back. I just can't Hitch. think of it. Hitch, yeah, yeah. That kind of reminded me of that almost. It was like, a, yeah, like except a help funny... me, help me, help me pick up this woman. Right. But this is to me, can't buy me love. I'm paying you to be my friend for my wedding. Yeah. And of course, you know, oh, well, we all learn something about each other by the end. So, all right. But and again, majority white people in that movie because it's it's they take the classic cool hip black you know, guy who's running the angles mm. and they throw in the nerdy, overweight, white guy with glasses because he's the guy who does the voice for um, the, the snowman from Frozen. Yeah. Who I don't find at all, like, there's nothing about him that makes me want to go see a movie with him in it. <laughs> Something about him just annoys Well, you know what, though? But people want to see us on film. As basically oh, why? Nerdy, white, fat <laughs> guys. Um, no one. The I Geeks guess. movie should be made. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's what I'm going to get at. I'm not going to beat you around the bush. I'm not going to tease you on it. I'm just going to say it. I did have an idea for a TV show. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. Not 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 a Geeksters TV show, but I'm thinking about bringing back Remington Steel, <laughs> starring me. <laughs> 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 because Dad and I are watching TV, right? <laughs> and the plot of this episode, I knew it was uh, it was the Mentalist. Uh-huh. Okay, there is a somebody gets killed, and of course the Mentalist team figure it out and right. all that stuff like that. But I'm like, I knew who the guy was from the start. Like, and I watched from like the halfway point on. I see one scene with the guy. The guy wasn't famous or anything like that, but he did something on the show in the script that was written. Like apparently, he's a lawyer and he was playing uh, poker with a bunch of people, and one of those people happens to be like a bad, like a notorious bad guy. Mm. His fiance was like, "Were you playing poker with that guy?" You know, and I went, "He did it." And Dad's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Obviously, his fiance doesn't like the idea that he snuck out to go play poker, so obviously he's able to keep secrets. He's your murderer." Yeah. You know, sure as shit, he's the murderer. And Dad's like, "How do you do that?" I'm like, "Cause you see it all a thousand times." Yeah, I'm like, "I'm." I told Dad, "I'm bringing back Remington Steel. I'm. I'm gonna. It's gonna be a guy 
who becomes a private investigator. Mm. And everything reminds him of either a TV show or a movie or something like and, and using pop culture references <laughs> and other plot points to be able to solve the crime. To be able to walk into a room and go, this person, give me some stories. Okay, you did it. Why? Why? Because in episode 200 of Law and Order, Criminal Intent, this was the guy who did it. You're the bad guy. And then he winds up being the bad guy. It's gonna be like a. It's gonna be. Like, it's Remington Steele because Remington Steele used to do that. Whenever there was a crime, he used to go, "Oh my God, this is kind of like the plot of this old time movie." Yeah. And it, it just so happens like, oh well, the jewel took their alert. Back in Diamonds Are Forever, the bad guy was this guy. Yeah. So I'm gonna look at this guy, and it, because he reminds me of this guy and everything. I'm like, there's that guy in that thing, and it turns out to be great. I'm bringing that TV show back. Remington Sean. <laughs> It's, I'm gonna walk into a room. I'm gonna have it's like gonna a, be like it's gonna be like on Cartoon Network's Adult Swim, like because it's gonna like like a 15 minute run. It's I, that's fine. I mean, kicking the door like there was a crime. Okay, what happened? Um, well, this person was murdered. Um, who are the suspects? You have the wife, the girlfriend, um, the best friend, and the brother-in-law. It was the best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and then why? Because you know what? I saw this exact same plot happen. <laughs> on a mentalist episode three years ago <laughs> and it wound up being the brother because he was jealous. He was actually in love with not he was in love with the girlfriend. And he didn't like the fact that the husband was cheating on his sister with the girlfriend. <laughs> and then the guy just kinda goes, Fuck, that's right. <laughs> Prove it though. I don't have to. I just solved it. And just walk out. <laughs> Drop my pipe and walk out. See, this reminds me of a Sherlock Holmes. Like, yeah. like the Star Trek episode where Data plays Sherlock Holmes. Yes. And he like solves it. Like, and like, and they're, like, Jordy's like, you, you got to go through the journey. It's not just solving the crime. Just walking, just going through the journey. It's like I have the fun. <laughs> just walking. Who did it? Butler. Does he have a butler? Yes, he does. He did it. <laughs> Yeah, how do you know that? <laughs> Look how tiny this place is. Look, I mean, there's not a shred of evidence in this entire room, and the only person who has keys to the supply closet to clean this place up is the butler, who's banging the maid, by the way. How do you know that? I saw his monogram shirt in her drawer. I didn't see that, because you guys don't pay attention. It was the plot of Columbo, season three, episode two. <laughs> <laughs> now fuck you arrest that man <laughs> the show show title is I watch too much television yeah yeah or it'd be like um, it'd be like the Chuck epi- it'd be like a cross between Chuck and Law and Order I get into some horrible accident where all of Hulu and Netflix gets dumped into my brain so I have the plot of every single thing in entertainment and it becomes like that wacky comedy because now I, the police use me as a database 
And I, 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 you're like that, and you said you say what it is right at the beginning of the show. So like it's like it's, I'm telling you, what it is. Like, but you're like it's uh, it's it's the butler because it da 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 da, and you're like yeah 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 sure sure sure. And they pat you on the head and they go through the whole episode, and at the end you're like I told you. No, be, no, here you go. It'd be like I would have to have like uh, my sister. She she graduated from, with a criminology, so she let's say she's a cop, yeah. right? And I was in this horrible accident where I had all this information. So I, there I am in the asylum, and every time I see her, I go, "Yeah, yeah." Episode Columbo, episode Columbo, Butler did it. Butler did it. Episode of Columbo, season three, episode two, Butler did it. Butler did it. And she'll go, "It's okay, Sean. It's okay, you know." And she goes, and she has this crime, and then it winds up being the Butler, and she realizes that. I somehow know how to solve every crime possible, so I become like her sidekick. Yes. <laughs> and then every weekend, I get the weekend pass to go solve crimes with my crime, my cop sister. <laughs> like I walk into a scene, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Law and Order, season twelve, episode seven. I see twelve episodes. <laughs> twelve episodes. Where they cancel that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and the last two won't air. <laughs> or they'll give, me, they'll give me the 13 episodes and they'll give me... The, have you watched Librarians? No. Okay, because they pulled the Firefly. They aired episodes out of order. Oh. Because they had two episodes last week. Yeah. One was... The second episode was so far off of the characters that they are now mm. that we kind of realized... I, and it was definitely like a mixed place in... Like episode eight should have been episode three. Yeah, but I can say that would definitely be one of those things with our show. Like, yeah, yeah, episode seven of uh, our show, uh, <laughs> Killer Day. <laughs> I think the, in the first episode, it'd be like, on, yeah, yeah, episode ten uh, of, of of Remington Sean. Uh, I did it. I did it. I did it. I killed them. I did it. And then you go to the, you know, the, and then 10 episodes later, I want to be the killer. It'd be like this whole, like, oh my God, he said it in the beginning. He said it in episode one. He's the killer. How great would that be? And like episode 10, like, they come to see me. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I see you found me out. What do you mean? This whole time I've been acting. You thought dumb Sean was all innocent when I wound up being the criminal mastermind that have killed over a dozen people right under your noses. <laughs> now give me my Emmy. <laughs> Just like this guy did in this episode of that show. I had it planned from day one. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> it's genius and stupid at the same time. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> it's perfect for television. Exactly. <laughs> genius and stupid at the same time. And case in point, Mike Tyson Mysteries. <laughs> it's genius and stupid at the same time. No dumber than Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> That's true. That's my idea for a show. I mean, I don't have to be the whole stupid idiot, but I do think the guy should who infiltrates, uh, he becomes a private eye. Because he has that he has that database in his head mm. of old TV shows and TV sh- and current ones too. You can walk in and go, yeah, last week on the Menfolus, I just saw that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> holy crap! So you bring in pop culture references and the way you like. How do you know you made it as a TV star if you get to mention if your show gets mentioned on Remington Sean? You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and we'll use plots like from that. It would have to be like, because you know, there'll be a nerd or a geek out there that would want to debunk the show by saying it's a stupid concept because how does Sean know that episode 12 of Columbo Actually, the killer was the butler. You know, well, then you go and you watch that episode of Columbo, and it is the butler. We would have to fact check everything. Yes. So it would have to be like, well, last week on The Mentalist, it was the brother in law who killed the husband because, you know, he was jealous of the relationship that he had with his wife and, you know, like that. And you go, that makes no sense. And then you go and you Google the fucking mentalist and they go, oh my God, he was right. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would be the best. That would be like, I say, it has to be accurate. You have to make it. You'd have to make it accurate. And that way, any show that I mentioned on our on, on my show, because let's face it, it'd be Remington Sean, <laughs> gets a bump because we're going, oh my God. It would make viewership of all these murder mysteries. It'd be like the fucking, I'd be like the, the 21st century Angela Lansbury. <laughs> <laughs> All old people would want... I'd be diagnosed as murder for the 21st century. <laughs> Fucking Matlock would have nothing on me. <laughs> Father Dalling has nothing. That's right. <laughs> Diagnosis murder my ass. <laughs> Remington Sean. You gotta come with a better title, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm trying to think of like a... <laughs> Boob tube. <laughs> <laughs> Works on so many levels. There you go, boob tube. Copyright. Two bit productions. Ed and Sean. Geeksters. Two bit productions. Right to you, boob tube. Hey, everybody, it's me, Sean. I solve crimes. How do you do it? We just recount all TV shows. That's how I do it. What do you mean? I'll prove it. <laughs> Take me to a crime scene. <laughs> okay, this person was gunned down, had 12 bullets. We can't seem to not a shred of evidence. Who were his friends? <laughs> Anything out of the ordinary? Well, he did go down to the cafeteria the other day and uh, had words with the, uh, the, the barista. It's not him. How do you know? Called a red herring. Everyone knows it's never the first guy you think it is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we only have the show's only been on for a half hour. It's never the first guy. You got to solve this murder by the last ten minutes. I'm like, I, like I, in an hour, I solve all crime. Like, it's not the barista. Why not? Because I've only been here for like twenty minutes. It's never the first guy. <laughs> and then you see some guy looking shitty. It's um, it's going to be his partner because he was having an affair with his wife. <laughs> oh my god! How'd you know? Too. I saw it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the best I'd ever see. I saw it on TV. I was like, "That's gonna be like on T-shirts, <laughs> boob tube." <laughs> That's it. This guy's a fucking boob. Everybody watches a lot of TV. <laughs> He's going to solve every fucking crime. <laughs> what happened to him? He had this industrial accident. He was he was he was streaming he was streaming Netflix on his on his phone when he fell into a vat of acid, <laughs> where he was splashed by toxic waste, fell off a truck, and hit him in the eyes, <laughs> and him and his phone got melded into one where he has access to everything in IMDb's database. You know, he has every. 
and he stumbled into like the film festival and bam somehow he has the knowledge of every single crime show ever made and he can solve any murder in under an hour 47 minutes with commercials <laughs> without commercials <laughs> there'll be an episode of the like tdb to be determined because like sometimes those those uh, descriptions don't update right <laughs> <laughs> it's on that episode too, yeah. which is not out yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, who did it? Or, or we're, we, God forbid, if we're preempted for something, <laughs> or we get put on before, or a show gets put on. How do you know that? Um, episode seven of Agent of Shield. It was this guy, and episode six is still playing. Going, no, he just spoiled the show. <laughs> well, gee, sorry. You, maybe you shouldn't have. Maybe you shouldn't have. You know, been preempted for football. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't be out for that. Like, what do you want? I have my show. We got production times. We got our schedule's tight. You know, it's not my fault. You guys went on a half hour later because a football was on. Like, come on, guys, give me a break. I'm just trying to work. Maybe go make a living. You know? No respect. No respect at all. See, I'm trying to solve crime in under an hour. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, hey, Sammy, call that a night then. All right. <laughs> well, if you enjoyed this fine program, you can listen to it live on Sunday nights on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, Tuned In, and iHeartRadio. From 6 to 9.30. Just search Aquanet Radio into that. Zaps, too. And <laughs> still, he's still Ooh. flabbergasted by the brilliance of that TV show <laughs> called Boob Tube. <laughs> but uh, follow us on Twitter uh, at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio or go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio. Type in. <laughs> you that gonna, up. to handle this? Yeah, you, can <laughs> handle you, that. You, you can like just think about the amount of money that can be raking in <laughs> from boob tube. Just saw it on TV. <laughs> T-shirts galore. Well, fuck you, money. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, as he was trying, as my illustrious partner was trying to say, if you go to Facebook, type in Geeksters Radio, hit the hit, you'll see our Geeksters page. Hit like <laughs> and hit the about page where you can find download this and other fine programs. Yes, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> or you can go to wordswithgeeks.com. That's our website to downstream or download this and other podcasts that we have. Or you can go to iTunes, or you can go to Twitter. Type in at Geeksters and follow us. Or in Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. But if you want to contact Sean on anything we've talked about, you can contact him at Sean at contact him at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. If you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a cat. And we'll see you live next week, maybe. I saw it on TV. They weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey!